We'll be reading verses, the first chapter, verse 26 through the second chapter, the verse 5 in the second chapter. So Genesis 1, 26 through Genesis, the second chapter, verse 5. If you haven't said amen. Amen. Glad to have my son home. Amen. Let's read. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle, over all the earth over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for meat, and to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat, and it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day God ended his work, which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work, which God created and made. These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. Amen. Amen. all over the building. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for this congregation right now. Lord, we bind everything that will hinder. We come against the works of darkness right now, God. We ask you, God, help us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. If they're sick among us, heal, God. Oh, God, those that are needing salvation, heal, deliver, Lord. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, bring our minds up to where you would have us to be, Lord. Give us strength, Lord, in these last days, oh, God. Help us to stand, oh, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Give your manservant clear to thought, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. You may be seated. The subject this morning is dominion. Dominion. I 
know we won't finish it, but I'd like to introduce it. Because there is an issue that we don't really quite understand. When you look at just in the word within itself and in the text of the scripture, God gave this to man. He gave them the authority. Somebody say authority. In which we have a tendency not to accept or not wanting to do. When you look at what had happened in the garden or what happened in the book of Genesis, it's dealing with something that we had lost. You, you, you know, we have, we have a problem uh, associating Adam and Eve with ourselves. We, we seemingly want to be just as distant from Adam and Eve as we could possibly be. But you notice God coined a phrase in in the book of Genesis that the seed of every fruit would be within itself. So when God was talking to Adam and Eve, he was talking to me and you. He was talking to your children and your children's children, as many that are far off and as many as the Lord our God shall call. And, and we need to understand this because a lot of times we can't go any further than our understanding. You know, when you look at uh, we uh, was not uh, per se physically there but we were because when you look at what God did he spoke to what he created first and what he created first stayed in the ramification of the call so now you still have the, the seed in the tree still producing the tree you still have the green herb seed producing the green herb. And it's all uh, seemingly off when it comes down to man. Because one thing that you and I have to understand, that when man disobeyed God, he lost something. Uh, and he lost something. You ever wonder why God say, uh, tarry in Jerusalem until you be within due with power from on high. He was given the mankind their authority back or their dominion. He was given them the ability to be back in control. And see, that's why it's, you know, a lot of us act like where we came from than whether 
more like where we're going. We cannot separate our old life from our new life. And when our new life overshadows our old life. Because we keep going backwards and not forward. Let's look at the definition for for dominion. Sovereign or control. God has given everyone that, now it's not God's fault if you don't have the Holy Ghost and you say you've got the Holy Ghost. But if you get God's kind of Holy Ghost, you give you back your control over the things that we lost. Uh, Somebody should have said amen right there. Because this is the issue. Do you have what God said that you have? Or are you making up something just to fit it? Now let notice that that is a very pertinent question. It is a real question that need to be asked to the folks that are in the church today. Are you playing church or are you real? That needs to happen. You cannot uh, have dominion if you're not real. Oh, I wish I had a church right there. Because one thing that you and I know, God don't have do nothing. God don't have save you. Either you're saved or you're not. Oh, somebody help me, somebody help me, Lord. And so the enemy knows whether you're saved or not. Remember the seven sons of Sceva? They tried to cast out a devil. And the devil said, Paul I know, Jesus I know, but who are you? You got to ask your who are you? Are you really a child of God or are you going through the motion? Stay with me. Stay with me. Don't clear out yet. And so here you are finding out the responsibility or the power that God has invested in his people. Oh, no wonder we can't stop acting like the devil. Because we're not truly God's people. You act like or you emulate your master. Come on, come on, stay with me, stay with me. Now, remember now, in the book of Genesis, when God created Adam, Adam was created in God's likeness. He was created in the image of of God. And not only was he created in the image of God, God gave him power and authority over everything that creepeth on the face of the earth. Y'all, stay with me. Stay with me. Because you making the devil a boogaboo. Stay with me. Stay with me. You making demons something that should be fearful. But if you were back, if God gave you the Holy Ghost, the devil, the demon, all of them should be fearful and 
and trembling of you because God gave mankind the rule over the earth. Oh, stay with me now. Because one thing that you must remember, what God does, he seals the deal. God does not uh, in any way relinquish what he said. Now you must remember now that when, 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 when Adam and Eve sinned, you remember now Eve was tricked, but Adam went along willingly. Now, what are you willingly going along with the devil that you can't blame God for because you went along with the devil's plan and not with what God said? God said you will have sovereign control. Hmm. You mean to tell me uh, I'm the head and not the tail? I'm above only and not beneath. Why are you acting like you're beneath when you are above only? Come on, stay with me. So even when you look at uh, the King James Dictionary defining dominion is sovereign or supreme authority. Why are you acting like God didn't give you authority over the enemy that you're facing. Why are you acting like God didn't give you authority over the situation that you're going through? It's driving you. You're not driving it. Come on, stay with me now. Because I want to talk to some real folks that they say they got the Holy Ghost, but they act like they have nothing. Uh, why is it that you can't keep what God said, Adam. Why is it that you got to get another opinion from an outside source that is totally against the word of God? Eve, have God not said? What did God tell you? Come on, come on. At least act like you're alive. In Daniel, the fourth chapter, Daniel state that when he saw this stone rolling, the stone rolled into a huge stone. And it would have everlasting dominion. You want to quit tomorrow. You want to give up in the next hour. You can't wait to get out of church. Oh, come on, stay with me. It also means power to direct control. Use as dispose of pleasure, rights of possession, and without being acceptable as private dominion or individual. Then God gave us complete control. Wait a minute now. If God gave you complete control, why are you telling yourself you can't help 
yourself because you were created like that's a lie. God did not create you to act like the devil. You chose to act like the devil because you have made him your master. Stay with me. Uh, so you also must look at it also means territory and government. And that's very crucial when you talk about the church. Remember, the church is a kingdom. It occupies territory. And it is going somewhere. It has its own rules and regulation of government. Oh, Lord have mercy. You know, there's been a phrase that's been attached to the Romans, and we still, Romans, which we still say today, when you're in Rome, you do as the Romans do. Uh, when you're over here in the kingdom of Jesus Christ, you do what the kingdom of Jesus Christ do. I would have said Christian, but some of y'all Christian folks, I don't even want to be identified with. You act like where you are. Oh, wait a minute. If you're in the world, you act like the world. But you're in the church now. You're in the kingdom of God. Let's act like the kingdom. Oh, I wish I had somebody right there. It also means a country, a district, uh, within limits of the authority of a prince or a state. We're under the authority of Jesus Christ. Christ. He is our king. Now, if you don't believe that, you might as well leave the church. If you don't believe that, you might as well check out the building. Because like, if you would look at even in this definition, you find that it gives an example of the British Empire. Queen Victoria, I believe, she still rules. She rules territory. All Britain belongs to her. Nobody, the people have nothing unless she give them something. Oh, come on here. And you want to come over here and, and carve out your own little niche and say you're going to do this, Jesus, and you ain't going to do that. You're in the wrong kingdom. Because he has given him a citizenship Right. Oh, you don't believe you don't believe it. You don't believe it. Well, then why you keep trying to bag the devil up if you don't believe you got rights? Why you don't keep on? Why you keep on fighting demons? Why you keep blaming everything on the devil if you don't believe you got rights? Why don't you? Why you keep asking God to heal you if you're not part of the kingdom? Because He let one woman know it is not meat to give God the the children food to the dog. You want the kingdom authority, the kingdom power, the kingdom property, but you want to act like a dog? And all that dog represents was a Gentile nation. Somebody that was not saved. Oh, you, you know, you, you say you're saved. So can you uh, explain to me why you can't get what you need from God? Since you are saved, and he told us simply to seek, ask, and knock. Come on, come on. Come on. That's right, that's right. Dominion also means 
the power to rule. The power to rule. If you don't have the power to rule, you don't have dominion. If something or somebody is ruling you, you're not in control. Is that clear? If the devil got you running around the house, he got the control and you don't. But you got dominion? You still dealing with, I can't help it, but you got dominion? You better check out whether you have the Holy Ghost or not. Ah. Dominion. And you look at Genesis, the second chapter, I mean the first chapter, verse 26 through 28 now. God was very specific. He told Adam what he could rule. Wait a minute now. If you don't believe that, you might as well shut the book and leave holiness right now. You think the Holy Ghost was given to you to make you feel good. You think talking in tongues was going to get you to heaven. But it ain't going to get you to heaven to stay. It gives you a visit to be judged. But if you save and sanctify, you need to read Revelation the 21st chapter. Because you coming back. John said, Behold, I saw a new heaven and a new earth descending from God. Coming back down. If you ain't prepared to rule now, I know you ain't going to be prepared to rule then. Descending from God and he called the new place where the new saints going to be New Jerusalem. Oh, so somebody fooled you. Somebody lied to you. And it wasn't God. So that's the danger of following religion and won't follow Christ. That's why we keep on acting like we didn't hear the message because we're following the traditions of religion, not what Christ has said. Oh, somebody pray for me, pray for me. Y'all look like y'all about ready to stone me, but I advise you, don't throw none. If you don't throw none, it won't be none. God gave us dominion over everything that is on the face of the earth. And if you notice, everything on the planet has been tamed by mankind. But he did not give us dominion over one another. We don't have, man should not have dominion over man. Why? Because we were created in the image of God and in God's likeness. And can't nobody rule God. Oh, I know, I know. You think you can. You think you can get God to change his mind. You think if I fast and cry out, God's just going to do. No, you got to wait your turn. 
you did it and uh, you want it cleared up now. No, you got to wait your turn. You got to find out if God's going to heal you or make you wait and see how bad do you want amazing how we as saints of God love to cry about what we did and, and, and Lord I've been faithful and Lord I, I, I you ain't did nothing more than what you should have done and a lot of us did was a bad excuse of what we should have done oh come on here come on come on oh can you imagine God called us to be rulers and we want to be halfway rulers. We want to have do everything that we do. Uh, do stuff without a commitment. Do stuff without uh, God uh, being uh, uh, pleased with what we do. Uh, it's like folks that are bad housekeepers and every time you go they keep making the same excuse about the same mess they got in the house. If you're so sorry clean it up. You ain't got to apologize to me. That's your mess. That ain't my mess. If you like junk, you just junk it. Come on here. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. That's your mess. I knew how your house gonna look because this ain't the first time I've been there. But that is a bad indictment for a child of God. Because guess what? We don't have dominion if we do that. We are poor stewards over what God has given us to be stewards over. Oh, come on. Remember? Remember what he said to the steward? That when the master came back and the master asked him, why did you do thus and thus? Because remember I told you a few Sundays ago, ain't nothing you got belonged to you. Ain't nothing that you got that you worked for that God didn't belong to God first. Even down to the drawers that you have on right now. It was God's cotton that made those drawers that you got on. It came from his plant that he put on the earth before you got here. Come on, come on. Oh, we need to learn how to give God his proper due. And that's the problem. The reason why some of you have re re disrespect for everybody, including yourself. If you don't respect you, I know you ain't going to respect me. And if you don't respect me, I know you ain't going to respect God. You're going to do just enough. Oh, but one day, one day, one day, the question of what did you do with what I gave you is going to come back up before you and God because God gave you dominion over every. It's just you, just a landlord. It don't belong to you. Somebody, when you die, somebody waiting to move in. Uh, when, when you leave, somebody going to get the car. When you leave, somebody going to get the house. Uh, when you leave, somebody going to get the woman. Uh, when you leave, somebody going to get the man. Uh, all you are is using it till you lose it. Uh, oh, yeah. And we want to be fools. Huh? You can't even blame the devil on some of these ideas that we get. Because the devil knows 
Lord have mercy. You know, you know why? The devil don't like folks that then went back to God and got their authority. He love y'all that don't know how to use what you got. But those that have got the instructions along with what they got. Cause they think a yatahi kobosha means I just that I'm saved. But Lord God is sending you a message. You are not only saved, you got the right to rule. When you gonna stand up and rule, don't you know what I'm not there, you there? And I expect you to do what I would have done. Oh, remember a few Sundays ago when we talked about the kingdom prayer? Lord, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Oh, don't you realize the tongue talking wasn't for you? God wanted you and me to fill the earth with the language of heaven. God wanted you and me to talk like he talk up there. It ain't about you and your nasty flesh. I'll preach to myself. Hallelujah to God. That's why the devil's so glad that we ain't even focused. That we don't even know what we're talking about. You talking about leaving earth. But you supposed to do a job down here before you leave. All you want to do is work your nine to five and take your little funky vacation. All you want to do is what we gonna have for lunch and what we gonna have for dinner and what we gonna eat for breakfast. Didn't God tell you that's what the unsaved folks do. And why are you so busy being happy acting like folks ain't saved? You got power and you got authority. You talked about getting the Holy Ghost. We've all black bagged on. Acts 1 and 8. When the Holy Ghost shall come upon you, you shall receive power. Hallelujah. You shall stand on scorpions. You shall stand on spiders. And nothing shall harm you. And we're so scared right now. If we mention cancer, most of you be about to pass out. If we mention coronavirus is in the room, the room would be cleared. What's wrong with you? You're acting alive. Maybe you don't have what you think you got. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. When God said he gave you dominion over everything, he meant everything. 
didn't he went and got the keys to death in the grave so even now you have dominion even in the afterlife why are you scared of dying cause that's how we get to the other side glory to God hallelujah Hallelujah, hallelujah, when you must remember, when God has given you authority, a rulership over everything, baby you better be best, trying to rule it like God is there right beside you, hallelujah to God, that's why, if you know what you know about the God that you say you serve, you would examine yourself and you would realize a child of God don't show no fear when it comes to fighting against our enemy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. Now dominion in the Hebrew it means authority. Our dominion power administration look at what God is telling you over it it ain't over you hallelujah to God why are you scared to be the boss when the world told you you just gotta pay the cost to be the boss hallelujah a whole lot of children of God the reason why God can't give you more right now cause you a poor steward over what he gave you remember when God began to talk about the steward he gave him one five pence two and ten you know exactly how it goes but the one he gave one went and hid it cause he didn't want the responsibility of seeing the master and not having more so he hid it but check out what the master told the one that hid his gift I see you right now you trying to hide it out there don't want to own up to it but I come to tell you you're unfaithful steward giving your time to everybody else but God hallelujah so you tell the master 
when he calls you, what you do with what I gave you. Hallelujah to God. I come to tell you, the Holy Ghost wasn't given to you for you to sit down and feel good and speak in tongues every now and then. You gotta live this life before your master. Hallelujah. What did you do with what I gave you? I want that to ring in your ear. I don't care if you haven't had the Holy Ghost but five minutes what did you do with what I gave you it's going to be the same question he asks and those of us that have had it I suppose to say that we had it remember now if you lied, you still got to give an account of that lie. Because you could have had it and had the real thing while you was faking and shaking. Help me, Lord. Ain't no excuse all the way across the board. But I can see you. Hallelujah. What did you do with it? Well, well, you know, you give your excuse. I'm sure you got plenty. You mastered excuse making while you were on the planet. But can you imagine trying to make an excuse in the presence of a righteous holy God that is all-knowing. He knows the form of your thoughts even before you can think him. Hallelujah. He asks you a question that he already knows the answers to. Oh my God. I don't think you know who you going to have to deal with. And one thing he going to tell you. You don't have any excuse cause I gave you dominion I gave you rulership I gave you authority it ain't my fault you acting like the devil hallelujah I feel like preaching a while you mean to tell me so he called all the others he that have and he that have not listen look at here if you think God's going to wait forever on you you W-R-O-N-G you're so dead wrong God's going to tell those that have many hallelujah to God going to tell the angel take it from him didn't do 
that will bind him up and cast him into the lake that burneth with fire and add to him that have much hallelujah I want you to know when you stuff is just in you. Why should I bother you about fleshly things? Devil can't eat. Why should he overcurse concern you with eating? Devil can't use no money. Why should he bother you with the lust of money? So naturally, there's a whole lot of stuff we don't blame demons and devils on. We should be blaming ourselves. It's just in you. Covetousness is just in you. Lying is just in you. Thievery is just in you. Come on here. And sometimes you steal from yourself. Remember the old adage, let's rob Peter to pay Paul. Between 
dominion and authority. Dominion is power or the use of power. Sovereigns over something. Stewardship. Supreme. Authority is power to enforce rule or given authority. You know what Jesus did when he gave you the Holy Ghost? He gave you the power to enforce the rule. You thought he was just talking about dunamis and dynamite. He was giving you the power to enforce the rule that comes along with dominion. The problem that Adam had, he did not enforce the rule when it came to Eve. Folks that are called to be leaders and they don't want to be leaders. You had some folks like that on your job. Don't want to enforce the rule. Let Johnny, John John and Sally Sue just walk all over him. Don't want to tell them shut up, sit down, quit. That's why the teachers don't want to teach because they ain't got no authority. The boss won't back him. When it come down to heaven, you ain't got to worry about that. The boss will back you because you represent him. Oh, I don't think nobody heard that. God will back you up if you do it according to the word. I wonder why the apostles in them were so successful. Because they operated in the dominion that Jesus gave. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. What is the gospel? The good news of the kingdom. Yes. Come on, Pastor. Hey, you better than everybody else and I see, I see. All of sin. Don't nobody want to do now what it took for them to get in here. And you had to repent of your sins. You had to acknowledge that nasty stuff that you did. And now you got in here still doing nasty stuff. You still don't want to tell God you're sorry. And then you want to come in Sunday morning and offer up some funky praise. I'm just putting the sweets. You ought to know what God called it. He said, Your, our praise is was a stink in his nostrils, it was like a woman administrative rag. And we don't want to get it right. We don't want to get, yeah, can you imagine? God came down. You notice, God asked Asked him a question. Adam, where are you? Wait a minute, wait a minute. The all-knowing God 
the all-seeing God, the God that visited him every day at the cool of the day, asked him where he was. So you may think you're somewhere where you're not. You may think you're all right, but you're not. And God's been trying to get your attention. Now, where are you? You don't have a connection before me like you used to have. What happened to our relationship? Oh, yeah. You got a, there's a whole lot of stuff that you're going to have to answer. You think you want to see God. What happened between mine and your relationship? I was there. I didn't change. Where are you? Every day in the cool of the day, like clockwork. Oh, can I? I, I got to go there. You done put everything and everybody before God. And you think God don't notice that? You're never where you used to be where before you got started. You're always somewhere else. And you think God don't notice. Where are you? I told you to work in my garden. You were the reason why I held up the rain. God told us what he called us to do. He told us what he meant for us to do. And everybody is content not doing what God has told us to do. The whole reason after I created everything I didn't let any rain come down on the earth. I just let moisture come up from the ground because I didn't have nobody to work it. Lord, have mercy. And Jesus was in the same shape when he got there. Who will go and work in my vineyard? Don't say you're working because God may give another revelation. You may be jerking or jerking, but not working. Now, the whole reason, now, ask your question, except this. Why are we so quick to get away from work? Especially when it comes down to the kingdom of God. We'll work for everybody and for everything but God. You know what I'm saying? We will do it early or we'll do it late or we'll do it at lunchtime and sometimes we'll work through lunch but when it comes down to God, hands off. Uh -huh. I wasn't called. Uh -huh. But you were made. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You were made to work for God. That's the whole reason why you and I are here. It ain't about you and your fat flesh. Or your sick flesh. Or your lazy flesh. 
accountable for? Oh, you gonna pay dealers for that? And when he, when you have to tell, well, Lord, I was busy with the job. Now, didn't you realize who gave you the job? The devil reduce, or you reduce yourself for working for money. Didn't I tell you to build you up treasures in heaven? A lot of us ain't got nothing going up there. But I guarantee you, your bank account is fat. But you're going to leave it for somebody else. Ain't nobody that died took any money or anything that is on the earth. It didn't leave here with them. History bear record of that fact. Turn wealthy folks into thieves. So you mean to tell me that God is going to hold us responsible? Now you notice now. He did the work. He rested. Made sure everything was ready for us to pick up the maintenance. <laughs> you can't even do the maintenance on it. You can't even change the light bulb. You can't even sweep the ground. You can't even pick the fruit off the tree. God done done everything and you just can't maintain it. Lord have mercy. And you think you're going to get there and you're going to enjoy that tree of life that therefore 12 fruit, 12 different kinds of fruit uh, every six months and then you're going to be able to take the uh, leaves off the tree that's good for the healing of the nation. Ah, I doubt that. And you can't maintain now? That's for the faithful folk. Not for the unfaithful folk. That's for the folks that are doing everything that God told them to do so he can cover them with grace. And let's talk about that. You expect grace, but you can't repent. You expect grace to cover you and you can't tell God you're sorry. You expect grace when you can't confess your sins. And you expect grace? He put a remedy in the book and you and I can't step over that remedy. I don't care how bullheaded you are. And my sister and brother and my wife and my son can tell you ain't nobody as bullheaded as your pastor or elder kid. <laughs> you think you know me. 
just being honest. I have to watch my bullheadedness. You better make sure you watch yours. Time getting away, but y'all gonna hang in there for this one. <laughs> you mean to tell me that God set up everything, and then on the last day, on the day before last thing. He's going to take a man, uh-huh. carve him out of the ground, uh-huh. breathe in his nostrils, uh-huh. and you think your life is your own? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That breath that you got, uh-huh. gonna, you're going to find out at the end, it's going to be the Lord that given and the Lord that takes away, because you ain't going to never be ready to leave here. Uh-huh. And they got it to a heart now. Hospice? How they, how they doing? It'll be about this evening, this time. Hook you up to anything they want to hook you up to. They can hook you up to a diesel engine. When it's time to go, guess what? You leaving here. Separate land from dry land, form the moon, the sun, the stars, the fish, the fowls, the cattle, the beasts, creeping things, created man in his own name and blessed him. And you know, see, he blessed him. What's your problem? What you looking for done already happened. And you like, bless me, Lord. Bless me, Lord. Bless me, Lord. What more do you want for him? You need to get up and walk into me. You'll find exactly how you've been blessed. You know the problem with We want God to do miracles. And when Jesus came, he said, it is the wicked folk that what desire signed in a miracle. You wicked folk, you. You know what? All the miracles he did, and then nobody doing it, but a few folks said, wow. Seven disciples. He died. It was 120 gathered in a room. And you think we're going to wait on you to show up? You might not get back. He created the first Sabbath. Hmm. Planted the garden in Eden. Now, can you imagine all the debate is about that garden? Some folks say they found it. Some folks say they know where it is. Some folks say it don't exist. But when he get ready to reveal it, it's going to be like it was right before their eyes and 